thank you for joining us today. This is Scott Becker with the Becker Group Business of Pot, Business of Cannabis podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Jeff Grazier. Jeff's going to talk to us a great deal about the cannabis industry, uh, give us some things to know and so forth, and tell us about their organization. Jeff, can you take a moment and introduce yourself? Sure, Scott. And I wanted to thank you guys for giving me this platform to reach out to the cannabis community. Uh, my name, as you said, is Jeff Cruzier. I am president of Green RXID. Um, we are basically a barcode solutions company that is dealing in the cannabis industry. I've been in the auto ID industry for over 25 years, dealing with barcode hardware, software, supplies, services, um, and technology related to data capture. And I'm excited about taking what I've learned over those past 25 plus years and applying it to the cannabis industry. So let me ask you a couple of questions about that. How does barcoding apply in the cannabis industry? And, and I'm sure it's pretty clear, but I, you know, just offhand, obviously you're not putting it on plants themselves. Uh, and then how did you guys decide to get into the cannabis industry? Sure. Um, how do barcodes apply to the cannabis industry? Um, there is a bunch of different uh, print points during the process of cultivation, uh, the laboratory environment, as well as the dispensary environment. And typically what you see is when there's variable information that needs to be printed and tracked, um, whether it's a lot number, a license number, um, they need to go ahead and print that information and apply it at certain points during the process. So we you know, believe that uh, there's a good fit to apply um, our barcoding expertise towards those processes that apply the barcoding. And how did we get into this? <laughs> Our existing uh, healthcare business, where we are um, very involved in barcode compliance labeling in such niche industries as blood bank, the lab, um, the hospital side, life sciences, there was a very parallel fit between what we did in compliance labeling and related to cannabis. So, for example, in blood banking, there's a collection process of the blood and then it gets brought back to the lab for processing. In the very end, it gets transfused to the patient. So we look at the cultivation process very similar to the donation process. Both sides of it have laboratories where you send the um, samples to get tested and it gets barcoded at that point and tracked. And then there's the uh, transfusion side of it, which is very similar to what I call the distribution side or the dispensary side of the cannabis industry. So because of that parallel, we thought it was a great fit, and we already have the support structure and infrastructure to carry over to the cannabis side. Fantastic. First, I want to ask you, how are you guys doing in making inroads so far? Is it coming along? Are you picking up customers? Are you picking up business? And, and second, as you've started to explore the cannabis business, tell us a few things people should know about the business itself. And sure. start with, are you guys making progress so far and how's it going? And then three things people should know about the business. Sure. This is something that we actually wanted to get involved with probably four to five years ago. And, you know, it was when it started to get more into the public domain and people started talking. So we were interested probably four or five years ago, uh, but the industry wasn't ready. So about two years ago, we started to do some due diligence and see if there was a fit with what we did in that cannabis market. And you know, while we were doing our due diligence, I think there's a lot of people that understood 
the value that we provided and started to work with us and we started to get some real sales early on. I believe that, um, you know, we're obviously just at the infancy stage of the cannabis industry as a whole. When it comes to barcoding, what I've seen is most places are really focused on getting that foundation set, the infrastructure. They're not really looking at what type of technology is out there. They're kind of doing the basics to get their operations up and running. But now that we've kind of passed that two-year period, we're finally starting to see companies that are interested in looking at what type of technology is there, what kind of uh, proficiencies. You know, the, reason, the whole reason behind barcodes is so you can do it faster with less mistakes. And I think this industry is catching on that the tracking and the data side of it is something that is just as important as other sides of that industry. It must be crazily important for quality control to be able to track like you guys track. I mean, it must be crazily important. Yeah, so in, in healthcare, you have um, the FDA, which is kind of like one of the big watchdogs um, in the areas that we play in within healthcare. Um, compliance is something that is just starting to get talked about in the cannabis industry. I think what you have is you have a bunch of industry people that have joined together in a group to try to start the foundations of um, uh, requirements and um you know, um, rules that they need to go ahead and follow when it comes to labeling, packaging, childproofing. Um, so I, I think that it's one of those things that you, you hope that they could take a look at some of the industries in the past and what they've done and carry that over into this new industry when it comes to compliance. I think that uh, standardization is a big uh, word that's starting to get thrown around as well, where you see, for example, um, there's TAT logos, and each state has their own logo as opposed to coming up with a universal logo that kind of fits for everybody. So I think that, you know, the industry is doing what it needs to do now to get that basic compliance, but I think that there's a lot more that they're going to be able to do down the road, and that's something that we're very proficient in when it comes to that compliance and making sure our, our customers stay compliant. And congratulations. Uh, fascinating. And what are three things people should know about the cannabis industry? Some thoughts on that. Sure. Um, I think the first one that comes to mind is, you know, to stay connected. I think that um, at the beginning we were so focused. We're in Illinois, and we tried to focus on some of the companies that are here in Illinois instead of outreaching to some of the other states around the country, and we realized um how important it was to stay connected. There's so many people that we met along the way um, that we learned a lot from, and we were able to go ahead and teach them more about what we're doing where they can go ahead and connect us up with uh, the right fit. So I think that you know, staying connected um, with everybody in this industry and trying to meet as many people as you can is something that's so important at the very beginning. I'd say another one um, that we are starting to have discussions about is you know plan for what you need now, but also plan for future growth. Again, a lot of people are starting to get the basic foundation set, and they're not thinking you know one, two, three years down the road. They're getting what they need now, and I think that it's just smart planning to look at what type of technology innovation is available when it comes to um, device management or label applicators. Um, we saw an operation that was just getting started, and they had one person in the back room that was hand labeling all their products. And you know they were at that stage where they had plenty of volume where they could have invested 
in an automatic applicator to go ahead and save them, I think, in my opinion, a lot more time and money. So I think that, um, you know, one thing about the industry is I think that there's a lot of technology that's going to start to integrate into that industry. And I'd say a third one is about, you know, the compliance side that we play on. I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of advantages that can be gained by one organization coming together to create standards for this industry. Again, I think you have a couple um, groups that are fighting for that top spot. There's the NACB and the NICA, I think it is. And those are two of like the more well-known governing bodies that are trying to set recommendations. And I'd like to see them go from recommendations to more regulations, more compliance regulations. And what's the evolution now? The things you talk about seem so endemic to the evolution of uh, what was a mom-and-pop industry localized into a more national, more sophisticated industry. <clears throat> Any observations on that sort of evolution that you see? Sure. I think that, um, again, you could break it down into three different groups where there's cultivation, there's the laboratory side, and then there's the dispensary side. And typically what you saw first, especially in the states that it was legalized, you saw a lot of mom-and-pop dispensaries that, you know, popped up and, and were now in business. And you also see folks like in Illinois, there's some companies that have cultivation operations, but they also have a dispensary or dispensary operation. And I think you're going to start to see um, more of the players in, that play on both sides come to the forefront. I think it's going to be hard to just be a single dispensary in a single location with all the changes that are coming about state and federal. So the, you know, the evolution I see is um, you know, to watch for the companies that play on both sides, um, you know, that are in multiple states and are able to go ahead and work with multiple products. I know that uh, there, again, there's some U.S. companies that are also starting to partner with some of the organizations in Canada to strengthen the overall, you know, organization. Um, so that's some of the evolutionary things I think that I've seen so far. And, and, and let me ask you a question, a follow-up question to that. As, as an organization that sells into the cannabis industry, are you then focused on sort of a national account strategy, the larger companies, those that are vertically integrated? Or are you still at that spot with the evolution of the industry where you've got sales efforts out to the independents as well as sort of the nationals or the the more the larger types of, of mixed cultivation dispensaries? Great question. I, I'd say that right now all of them, all the above. Um, I think that for us, um, you know, we're focused on going after probably the you know the the most in, the priority for us is going after the larger organizations that are in multi-states. Obviously, they're using more equipment, printing more labels. Um, but we're just as focused as going after the individual mom-and-pop dispensaries. I think it's important for us to get well-established is to you know try to get as many accounts under our name as we can so we can kind of prove the value that we provide. So I think that we're going after you know, a mix of all of them. No, and that's a that's a great answer. And it's typical of the evolution of the industry. When the evolution gets when the industry gets more consolidated, people get into more developed, absolute national account strategies, 
And at this point, as you're growing and trying to build your footprint and trying to be the absolute leader in this in the business, makes a ton of sense to us. And, he, and even when it when the industry does mature, I'm sure you'll have some mix of independence and national account strategies. So fascinating. Sure. Scott, one other point to that. Um, again, very similar to what we've done in healthcare years ago, we always thought it was important to connect with the software companies. They were, we felt they were the ones that always kind of controlled the game on what their clients could use, what they're printing, what they're tracking. That's where the data is coming from. So in healthcare, we align with a lot of the lab information systems and the hospital information system software companies. And, you know, as a small company at the time, it allowed us to go ahead and work through that one organization to their 500, in some cases, 2,000 clients. And it was, it was a very successful relationship. We were able to go ahead and not only um, develop products that we were able to integrate into their system to go ahead and make what they're doing better, but we also allowed us to go ahead and sell directly to their client base and do some software standalone. So just as similar for the cannabis business, um, we've also made an effort to go after the software companies that are out there. There's a specific software company that we've got a great relationship with, and one of the stories is they were selling their software and they were taking tons of calls on barcoding um, problems, whether that alignment was off, the printing was too light, and they tried to support their clients without a lot of knowledge on the barcoding side because they wanted to take care of their clients. When we approached them, we said, hey, you know, that's what we do. We not only sell the stuff, but we support it, which is a huge key and differentiator from us to others is the support infrastructure we already have here. If something breaks, you have a place to call that's going to go ahead and fix it or try to fix it over the phone right away. Um, instead of buying it online, if something breaks, you know, who do you call? So the software company, um, we kind of took that problem that uh, was important off their hands, and they've now funneled us probably two dozen leads of their clients that are either already on their software or just getting up on their software to go ahead and work with them to get them the appropriate hardware, software, supplies, and services. Yeah, got it. So fascinating. So it's interesting to hear you talk, but it's not just sort of going up to the national accounts or going up to the independents. It's also a process of looking at channel partners and which partners can get you into the business and, and aligning with them. And it sounds yeah. like you guys are doing a great job of developing those relationships too. Fascinating. Yes, and that's something that we've been able to use our experience, again, on the healthcare side and carry that over and again, understanding the importance of you know, working with the software vendor to, again, integrate or to work with their client base to create better client satisfaction. Got it. So the final question, Jeff, bullish on the growth of the business, both the business as a whole, and then your guys' piece of the business. I know this is, you've got a large company in the barcoding business. This is now a vertical and industry within your business that you're looking at and you're growing into. What's your thoughts on the bullishness of the growth of the business itself, the cannabis business, and then your guys all place in it? Sure. What's interesting is you see from like four years ago up until now, um, there was very little progress. But I'd say, you know, probably like about a year, year and a half ago up until now is when we've really seen this bigger explosion. Um, more states are either uh, legalizing or recognizing the medical marijuana. Um, so in, in general, you know, it, it is starting to grow. I know here in Illinois um, about – Two years ago, I, I believe there was about 50,000 registered medical users. 
And I believe today it's probably over 100, 150,000, if not more, uh, registered medical users. So that gives you kind of a good indication here in Illinois, kind of what the growth and what's happening there. Um, and I do think that, um, you know, I'm very bullish on it, but I still think it's going to go a little bit slower the next year or two before it really starts to expand further. Some of that has to do with the state and federal uh, differences. I think that uh, the fact that it is based on you know state to state right now does help with the smaller folks that are trying to get into this business before it you know opens up to some of the larger corporations that want to get into this. Um, and I personally do think that at some point it will go federal, and I do think a lot of things will end up changing as far as um, compliance. And, and regulations, um, rules, but I do think that um, you know the growth that we're seeing as of right now is uh, pretty tremendous, and it's it's pretty fast moving. Um, you're starting to obviously see a lot of the beverage companies that are trying to get into this business, and there's so many different angles that you can take it from the beverages to the edibles, to you know all the other products that are available, and obviously I think CBD is getting a much um, better reputation and people are really starting to believe it the more people you have that are using it that you know swear by it that it works i think the more people are you know going after and trying some of those you know non-prescription products so, so jeff just a a pleasure um visiting with you today i highly articulate it's fascinating for me to hear how somebody in one business with technology that's easily applicable to this business now has developed over the last few years a vertical in this business. So just a real pleasure hearing your story and what you're doing and some of your thoughts in the industry. It's just a great education, and it's really interesting to see how many different industries will end up touching the cannabis industry. So, Jeff, thank you so much.